Game Show. Now, nowadays, there are many people who reach a state of depression, unsure which way they should turn, often taking drugs to compensate, looking to religious or alternative lifestyles to shed a new light on their lives. Well, now, apparently, a, a silent revolution has been growing, led by a spiritual leader, Sri Matajay, who I'm pleased to welcome to the studio now. Hello, Sri Matajay. Hello. Now, first of all, let's talk about the thing that you, the process you're involved in. It's called Sahaja Yoga. Yes. Um, first of all, let's ascertain what exactly yoga is. Yoga means the two meanings toward yoga. The first meaning is the union with the divine, that your attention becomes one with the divine, or you can say that you become one with the spirit. Second meaning of yoga is deafness, or you can uh, call it a technique, deafness, of the divine laws. But unless and until you get united with the, with the divine, you cannot use the technique. Right. Now, Sahaja means, mm -hmm. Saha means with, Ja means born. Means it is spontaneous, it's a living process of evolutionary ascent. The last breakthrough. Right. Now, taking it one step further, how do you go about, what is this? It's, it's a self-realization, is this, this whole thing? <coughs> yes, it is self-realization. It is the last breakthrough of our evolution, that we become the spirit, as Christ has said, that you are to be born again. And when Nicodemus asked him that, what do you mean, have I to enter into the womb of my mother? He said, no, the flesh is born out of flesh, but I'm talking about the spirit, and you should be born out of spirit. Now, we have within us this power in the sacrum bone called as Kundalini in Sanskrit language, but in the Christian language it is called as the Holy Ghost. Now this power of Holy Ghost is actually the desire to be one with the Divine. And it is resting there till you get somebody who knows how to awaken it spontaneously. And it rises and you get your real baptism and not the baptism so-called. But this power has to be in the person as the Mother Earth has power to sprout the seed in the same way. It just is a living process that works it out. So what sort of things do you think you can accomplish with this yoga? What sort of things can, can one achieve <coughs> if you follow it? First and foremost thing that happens to you, that your awareness receives or enters into a new dimension of collective consciousness. That means you start feeling your own centers, you start feeling the centers of others. Like Mohammed Saab has very clearly said that at the time of resurrection, your hands will speak. So you start feeling the centers of another person on your fingertips, as in English language is a very mm. good phrase, is in, on the fingertips, and you can make it out what's wrong with another person, what's wrong with you. And if you have the second thing, that is the technique, how to cure yourself or to cure another person, you can cure. But it's not only physical. It's physical, mental, emotional, all cures. Apart from that, you become the source of peace, bliss, and compassion. And you don't have to do anything. It's just effortless. You give it effortlessly, you get it effortlessly, because it is built within you. It's just to happen. Like this, your instrument has to be connected to the mains in mm -hmm. the same the way. Yes. The mm -hmm. same. Yes. It works the same way. Is, is it a religious place, would you say? All the religions yeah. are here, all the religions. But the way people are doing about going about religion, I don't think it has anything to do with real religion. 
the real religion is within ourselves and it is the one that gives us balance in life. Now this religion, whatever is so far, come to us, say from Christ or from Muhammad or from other great saints or great prophets, is just a step forward towards this happening. Like a seed grows into a plant, then into a tree and then the flowers appear. So this is the blossom time and so many flowers have to become the fruits. They are all connected. So you are not to disregard anyone. They are all within us. They are like milestones of our progress. So despite the fact you look into yourself, um, is it insular or can you share it with lots of other people? It is absolutely collective. You become a collective being and you cannot keep it to yourself. You have to share it. Otherwise you cannot enjoy it. It's like a microcosm becoming a macrocosm. It's you become one with the whole. And so many become one with the whole and you feel the same way. Even a child who is a realized soul feels the same way as anybody else. So how long would it take, say me, say if I wanted it to take up this yoga, how long from the state I am now? <laughs> that split up a second. Really? It's just a, yes, it takes split up a second. There. But we have barriers because we have mental barriers, we have uh, sometimes health barriers. So it doesn't matter. But still, it doesn't take much time. Everybody can get it. Every human being can take it. Mm. How did you get involved in it? What's your background? I, I, it's a very ancient background I have. <laughs> but when I was born, I knew I have to do this job. And I knew that I had all these things within myself. Mm -hmm. So to describe the background, I think I'll have to write a book. But in any case, I would say that I deliberately got my birth in a Christian religion. My father was Christian, mother was Christian, but they were not uh, the type of Christians who would just go to church, come back home. They were very learned people and my father was a scholar of Sanskrit. He knew 14 languages and he also translated Quran and Sharif and all that. And my mother was a honors of mathematics, very learned people. And they believed in the real religion, in the balance of religion, and both were realized souls. They were already spirits, you see, so I had no problems with them. Mm. Why do you think that these that sort of yoga and certain beliefs and religions and cults come from the eastern part of the world as opposed to the western? Any particular reason for You that? see, in the west I think, you see, people took more uh, to the achievement in matter, that how to master the matter, how to get to the matter. You see, that was a good movement, of course, helpful for spiritual uh, ascent also, because if there were no tel uh, telephones or televisions, and how I could not have worked so fast as I'm working now. So it is of use. But the main thing is you have to achieve is to be the Spirit. And by all these affluent uh, achievements, people are now turning to the Spirit because they know that there is no joy in it. So now they are turning to it. So also this was a necessary step for so many people that they came to this. But India has been a traditional country and people have been thinking about it since long and they have discovered so many things since long. And if you have to understand Bible, it's better to read some of these books so that you understand Christ, to understand everyone because he is described in those books, how he will come, who he was, how he was, his background is given. In the Bible there is no background of mm. Christ. You see? So the, most of these religions are coming from the East. Uh, perhaps because I think these people also feel that we can give them something that we have. 
But nowadays it's a market and people are just selling religion and they're befooling people, they're doing all kinds of nonsensical things. And in the West the people are so naive that they don't understand that you cannot purchase it. Mm. You cannot pay for it. First thing you must put a stop at a place where they start selling it. You cannot sell it. You cannot organize it. You cannot organize God. God can organize you. All these things, if you understand in a very simple way, you can avoid all this nonsense. There's um, probably some skeptics, actually, especially in the West, who would allot all these cults, religions and things under one blanket, under one, yeah. into one area. Yes. Um, you know, is it right? I mean, can you, are you often mistaken for people like the Moonies or something? Oh. You know, money-making enterprise or something like that. But they more go to those things, you see, because they are more enamored by the money they have, the Rolls Royces they have. Uh, uh, this is the trouble with the... When I went to America, they asked me, there was somebody phoning in the uh, radio, they asked me, how many Rolls Royces she has? <laughs> so I said, I don't have any. So they said, we are not interested. Can mm. you believe it? It's like that. Mm. So, because you people get impressed by these nonsensical things, which are material, these people are effective. If you remember, about two years back, I had told about the Scientologists here, because I saw them very active uh, in East Green State or something. So I talked against it. But uh, nobody paid any heed, and now today you can see these things. But first test you must put what transformation it is going to give you. And those who have got it, what have they got themselves? Just to blindfold it, why should you jump onto something? Right. Well, I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there, Sri Mataji. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for joining me today. You'll be appearing at Hove Town Hall tonight at 7.30pm. Yes. And anybody can go along and yes. see you, can they? Ho Hall. At Hove, Hove Town Hall, that is. Uh, Hove Town Hall. Yeah. Oh, I'm That's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the details here, and I'll give it, give it out towards the end of the programme again. All right. Thank you very much Thank you, for joining me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. It's um, just coming up to one minute to two.